Hey y'all, it's a two cups of tea. And you know, I love having a hot cup of tea when I'm talking to my girl, Trudy. I know that's right. And you know why? Because I'm always spilling that tea. <laughs> so they need to grab their cup of tea and join you and I every week on our podcast, The Two Cups of Tea. Hey y'all, this is Trudy. Hey, and it's Tisha. Hey What's girl, going on? hey. Hey, 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 just simple, uh, smooth, and delicious. That's are it. Are you drinking mango. it hot or iced? No, it's hot. It's definitely hot. hot I probably get a little bit too hot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Okay. I, I can't. I'm not going to. Tea. Stop. What are you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking my staple <laughs> spiced tea with honey. My hubby made it for me. So okay. uh, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good. I'm, yes, that's right, T-shirt. Remind me to keep my comments that sometimes are unwanted to myself. Hey, don't change. Be you. Do you. I don't know. Maybe I need to. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> so, what, what did you do uh, since our last talk? What, how was your week? My week was good. Work uh, week was fine. Weekend was great. Obviously, too short. Went out and Hung out with a good friend of mine and did some shopping and we went out and had lunch and just enjoyed the weekend. Sunday was kind of clean up, go, you know, grocery store, get prepared for the work week mentally in terms of dinner and stuff like that. But smooth, quiet, but good. That's good. That's good. What about yours? Well, I was busy. This is my uh, second weekend. Well, part of the weekend. I was mm-hmm. busy, but um, it was a good week. Work was good. Um, last week was my first week not having Taco Tuesday in a while. And I'm sad to report that my favorite person, one of my favorite people, has moved on, started a new chapter in her life. Okay. So I was I was visiting my daughter on Sunday and working mm-hmm. in her new apartment. Yay. Yay. That's so sweet. I love it. I know. I love it too. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Good people. What it's like Mm -hmm. when your person, your, your young adult is moved out into their own Mm. completely. Right. Cause you know, they, they, some, they go away to college or they may have gone to a camp and gone for weeks at a time or visiting a relative, but when they have officially said, okay, I am now moving out on my own and starting my new chapter in life. How does that feel? <laughs> well, you we and, both can yeah, relate. We, we can. both can relate. We both can relate. It was tough, I will say, but I'm sure this will spark lots of conversation because in your case, it's your daughter. She's the yeah. oldest. Um, she's younger than my son. Right. And he's, a ma- you know, the man. So, uh-huh. you know, our feelings of how we want our daughters to be or, you know, in terms of responsibility versus a son. So for me, um, he moved out. I, 
I know it was sometime in March. So it's been about five months. This wasn't the, well, let me back up. He wasn't always living with us, but this is totally okay. different. He okay. was living with his grandmother. But even when that happened, because he had been with us forever, um, I felt some kind of way. I was definitely more, I don't know, tear shedding versus this time. This time, you know, you fast forward, he's 26. So when he moved out a couple of months ago, he moved in with his girlfriend. So I know your daughter has moved in by herself. So that makes a big difference as well. But I wasn't, I didn't feel that sadness this time. I kind of felt more of a, a joy, like, yeah, this is, this is good. It's, it's time, you, you know, they're stepping out and doing something with your girlfriend because you, you know, you felt it was time to do it. So for me, well, let's back up. Yeah. Let's so, mm-hmm. so I, I will tell you, and then you tell me, well, you, maybe you tell me cause you kind of started. So okay. how did he tell you? Was it like y'all, y'all sat down or he just said one day I'm moving out mom. Like how, how did it happen? So we had been talking about the possibility of him and okay. his girlfriend living together, but they kind of both knew financially or in their thought process, they probably figured, oh, we can't do this. Okay. So we didn't, they didn't speak about it. And literally okay. one day he said, Hey mom, me and, you know, he said to his girlfriend, we're thinking about moving out. And I was like, Oh, okay. I said, y'all talked about it. He said, yeah, I think we can do it. The next day it was like, we're going to apply for the apartment. And the (laughs) next day it was like, we got it. But even when he said, we're going to apply, you could tell that he had apprehensive, like apprehension, like he was, Oh, we're not going to get it. And I, you know, I was like, Hey, you're going to get it. This is not like owning a house. Your your credit is great. Don't worry about that. You're going to get it. I said, but you know, if if this is what you're looking to do, and I think this is a great opportunity because again, he's 26. I said, I think you should go for it. If y'all feel that y'all can financially do it and you had those conversations, then I said, go for it. And just like that, they applied and they got it. And within two weeks, they moved out. Okay. So yeah. I can say that I knew, Mm -hmm. obviously, Ayana went away to school, but it was close to home. And I knew that when she graduated from college, she wouldn't be living with us that long, right? Right. And so she graduated and then probably not even a year, hadn't even been a year when COVID happened, right? So Mm -hmm. we were in the house together for a year. And then, so she graduated, four months later, she started working then COVID happened less than a year of her not even graduating. I guess it was like nine or 10 months. So then that kept us in the house for a year. So then things mm-hmm. started opening back up, but now the, the Delta variant. So she had said to us last fall or maybe in the spring, I knew she was moving sometime this summer or, you know, this fall, but I, it didn't register like, you know, it was going to happen. And it was mm-hmm. like I'm saying, well, if you're moving, are you playing? Like, but she's always been this kid that's focused. So she already had it planned out. She just wasn't telling my husband, not every, de- every detail along the way. And I'm yeah, a planner. Right. So I should have known she was planning. So, right. Same type of thing. She had told us she's probably going to move in August or September. She <clears throat> planned it out, applied for the place. Like you, I knew she would get it. Just didn't know where. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. You know, she moved into the district of Columbia. Now I wouldn't have said that's where I wanted her to move or I think she should move there, but that's what she wanted to do. So she wants to live in the city. You know, she likes restaurants and being able to do things and all of that. Um, so why, why, so when you say you didn't want her to live in a city, what, why, what, what was your thoughts? 
Well, because unlike your son, she's living in an apartment by herself. She grew up mm-hmm. in suburbia. Um, mm-hmm. She's not a city girl. There's some areas, you know, it's just, yes, crime can happen everywhere. So don't come mm-hmm. texting me, emailing me, people telling me that. But I'm just saying that I knew that she wants, she actually probably still wants to move to New York City. So, and I don't mm-hmm. know why it's such a big deal to me because I lived in the city, right? Right. Oh, you know, you always think you more city five or you're more, <laughs> you know, than your kid or whatever. And I don't know why I was making, I think it was, I think the hardest part for me is because we were together every day. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. She lived, when mm-hmm. she lives in her apartment in college, I didn't see her every week or we can always talk to her, but I didn't see her every week. So I was used to her living, not with us. And then when she came back, she was just there so long and I just got used to it. And I think that the COVID-19 every day, not, you know, being together, not going anywhere, having food delivered, getting coffee, all of that just became uh, a thing. And so, yeah. And plus, you know, in the back of your mind, you knew that even though she was at college, she was coming back nine times out of 10, you probably felt okay even if she graduates she'll probably come back home and like you said and then venture out on her own right so you know that's different this time you know that she's spreading her wings and yeah you know hopefully unless something you know horrible happens or something coming back. <laughs> no yes <laughs> i don't think she'll be coming back either <laughs> no i am uh i am immensely proud of her i'm I, like i said tisha you and i both moved out fairly young So we know what it's like to, you know, want to spread your wings and have your own place and be officially an adult. Because I always say, I don't care if you're 18 or 25 or 26, if you're living with your parents and they are still supporting you, they might not be giving you money daily. But if you're living under their roof, more than likely they're in charge of, you know, the unit you're in, whether it's a house, townhouse, apartment, single, whatever it is, you're not an adult because someone else is responsible Uh for you so now they they're on their own mm-hmm. so that's true yeah and i i mean i moved out the first time i was 20 or 20 i think i was 21 because i remember i celebrated my 22nd birthday in the apartment so and i wasn't living was i living with her at 21 i think i was living yeah yeah i was i was on my own from 21 so. oh, okay and yeah, so she's see, 23, soon to be 24. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you were 18, right, T? Yeah, I pretty much graduated and I, you know, I was gone. So, yeah. and I remember my uncle called me. He was like, where do you think you're going? You're not moving out. <laughs> you know, he, my mom didn't say anything, but I'm sure she didn't like it. And so I'm sure that's why she called her brother. Mm-hmm. And I honestly <laughs> don't know what he thought he was going to be. You know, when you, I was grown at that point. I'm like, well, I hear what you're saying, but I'm nothing's going to change my mind. So <laughs> I moved out, but um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm sure. But like I said, it's, it's, it's different with a girl versus a boy. And um, I mean, yeah. And you know, you know, we, I know I did, and you're probably raising your girls the same way. I am very independent and I've raised a young Mm -hmm. woman. She's a very independent thinker. Uh, Mm -hmm. She makes her own decisions. She may come and consult with me, but she's already, like I had said last week and I say it all the time. She already knew. Folks know what they want to do. They just want somebody to validate or 
confirm, or maybe they're even looking for someone to pick out a, a flaw in the system, but they want to, once they know, identify the flaw or the weakness, then they can go and combat that. So she's always been the person she is today. She's always been a, a thinker. Um, I, you know, I always groomed her, wanted her to be independent thought. Don't be a follower. I used to always tell her that. Mm-hmm. Don't let other people mm-hmm. control your emotions, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So I knew that, you know, it was going to happen. It was just when and where. So, yeah. Yeah. She's like, I would say she's like my two girls, um, mm-hmm. you know, even though Sean is the oldest, you know, and he's, he's not, he's very calm, quiet spirit. You know, he's always been that way. And I, I don't call him a, a mama's boy. He's just, he doesn't need activity to keep him busy. He doesn't need to be around people you know, to feel like he's got to have a good time. I know exactly where he is. If he's not at work or at home at the store, then I would be concerned. Like he's not one of these up and down the street and, you know, chasing women. He's just very mild mannered type of person. You know, he gets, gets along with people, but he's, he's definitely an introvert. He's definitely like his quiet time, but. I love that about, I love that about his spirit. I think that's part of you that that calm, that calm collective, because listen, we all need someone in our life that can control the craziness, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's probably calm and cool. And his girlfriend is probably three times the way he is, right? You can't have both people. I don't know her personally, right. but typically right. that's how it goes, right? That's um, it. I, I love that about him. And I would say that um, I know that it has been stated and there's psychological tests to say it, that Black mothers raise their daughters like lions and they coddle their black sons. But part Mm -hmm. of the reason why we give them the nurturing and the coddling because the world is scared of them because of the color of their skin. And the world is intimidated by them because of this false narrative that has been painted by society, you know. But I do reinforce uh, to my son as I did with my daughter that I love you, you are enough, you're beautiful, Mm -hmm. you're smart. You can do Mm -hmm. anything that you want to do. So I hope that with the same spirit that she's decisive and plans that he also is making his own uh, internal decisions and outward decisions for whatever he wants to do. And I mean, I can see that. I mean, you know, I was all sad. He was like, mom, she's going to be fine. So, I mean, he's (laughs) telling me that and he's 11, you know, right. So if nothing else, that should have reassured me that he's already on board. He's like, she'll be fine. He's like, I'm like an only child. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He's loving it. <laughs> he's, loving it. he's loving it. I was going to ask you, you know, I know we both have talked to them every day about life choices and things you do. What is one piece of advice that you can say that you gave him your son before he did officially moved out or is it something you said after he moved out before he moved out and I even said it after but before he moved out I said please and I've always said this please 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 keep the communication open because things are different I said you're not just living by yourself you have responsibility just like she does make sure you communicate that make sure the expectations you know, what are her expectations of you? I mean, Mm. yes, they both work, Mm -hmm. um, you know, but is she expecting you to pay everything? Are you going split down the middle? Like, make sure you have these conversations because, you know, when it was just her being a girlfriend coming over, 
you know, here at our house, mm-hmm. th- there was no responsibility, you know, right. but now you're in your own place. You know, you now have rent and you have food and you have water and you have whatever else and entertainment. Right. So the days of eating out every day, you, you, you're going to see that you can't do that. So I say, keep the communication open, be honest, make sure you know the expectations. And I said, as a man, Sean, I said, if, if any time you find that you are not financially able to provide or to help support, then I said, I would rather you come to me and Daryl and talk to us versus going to her. Mm. No, nothing to do with her, but I don't want him to be one of these guys that, oh, he can't fulfill his, you know, part of the, the bargain. And she's probably saying, oh, well, I didn't know it was going to be like this or what's wrong with him or going to her mom. I don't want her parents thinking any less of Sean. I know so, that's right. Not that you can't lean on your, your girlfriend and say, hey, or boyfriend and say, I need some help. But I'd rather him come to us and say, hey, mom, I'm a little short on my end. Can you help out until you can get yourself back on your feet? But that those that's really what I just kept saying to him because I want honesty. I want him to be honest. And I said, if at any time, you do not want her for any reasons, please tell her because you're living in a place where you're both responsible. You're both on that rent. You're both sharing the utilities. You've heard it all too many times. Something happened and the person leave and in your, I don't want his credit to get jacked up for nothing, you know, for no reason. So I I say that and I adore her. She is sweet as pie. I I love her as his girlfriend. They, They get along great. And I like that, but I just want him to always keep those things, communication, be honest and upfront. Oh, I love that T. You know yeah. what? You, you've said that before. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember what we were talking about, but you've said that before. I do. About that. I do. <laughs> oh, okay. When we were talking. Can I, can about... I get it out? <laughs> but, but I do. But go ahead. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm going to say, don't you? Yes. At any time, if you don't you, want me. Yes. Say something, honey. When you say, you tell Daryl that. You darn tootin', because what you're not going to do is cheat on me, <laughs> and I find out. You don't want me, let me, tell me, I'll shed some tears, but I will be okay. Don't you dare cheat on me. For, yeah, let me know, and I told him the same thing. <laughs> don't do it. If y'all could see her face. <laughs> yeah, I respect that. I don't even know, as outspoken as I am and as forthright, I don't know if I would, I would say if you don't want me, because why wouldn't you want me? But I like the fact that you are saying, yeah, let me know up front. And then you're telling, you're telling your son, listen, don't play those games with anyone. Mm-hmm. Let the person know that you do not want to be in this relationship anymore because you're right. Why mess up someone's credit, someone's livelihood and these days, someone's um, mental state. Yeah. Over. I don't like that of most of the time is nothing but lust or, or the person's own insecurities, you know, but right. yeah. Yeah. That, cause I mean, I'm just trying to think, is there's anything that I, I mean, I know I give advice all the time. I, I do, I do what I call life lessons. I always have a story and my mm-hmm. kids, both of them are tired of hearing my stories, but I think mm-hmm. the one thing that I said to her was that, you know, you're, you're, you're moved out and, you know, you have a lot of responsibilities at work and you're about to start this MBA program, just stay focused. You know, now that you've moved into the city, your, your house is not going to be the party house. 
uh, you know, or just make sure that you are also aware of your surroundings, right? I mean, young women and young men have to be conscious of their surroundings. As you're planning, you know, what you're doing and where you're living, that you are fully aware of everything that's surrounding you. And now that you're out on your own, you can see why, you know, your parents sometimes did the things they did, why they Mm -hmm. didn't do it, you know, why they were cautious about certain things. I, I know when we bought our first place, we had one of the ministers from the church come over and I will never forget. She said, be careful who you let walk over your threshold. You just mm-hmm. don't want any and everybody coming into your home, you know, because mm-hmm. sometimes people are bringing spirits with them and, and negativity, and you don't want your, your place to have that, right? So you yeah. want to always, your home should be your sanctuary. It should be the place that you feel the most secure that brings you happiness. So sometimes happiness equals solitude, being by yourself, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So, well, I that's love that. I know when we... Thing. When we first moved in, we had our pastor bless the house. And yeah, we, and that's probably why we don't do a whole lot of entertaining. I mean, we had friends over, like we had you and Chuck mm-hmm. and Amari, but yeah, we limit, you know, people just coming over and definitely the, 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 the negativity don't bring it because yeah. I yeah. don't want it. We, you know, we, we just don't want it. So that, that's good. So do you think, you know, now that she's moved out, you know, like, I know you said you were proud of her. What, what other feelings would you say you're feeling? You know, I know the, the proud moment, but what else? Well, I had sadness, um, but it was, it, it was sad because, you know, being selfish, tr- trying to make it about me, but it's re- not really about me, right? Mm-hmm. It's really about closing a chapter in one part of her life and she's starting another. So as a parent, you may be feeling like you are no longer needed, right? But guess what? Mm. You're always needed. There's always a season to be a parent. And Mm -hmm. in this new chapter of her life, she's going to have new experiences. And those experiences may require even more consultation or guidance than I've had to give her in the past five years because she's been in school. That's easy to her. She's been in school her whole life. Right. Mm -hmm. Now you're, you're embarking into a new chapter, you know, got your own place and all of that and all that comes with that responsibility of it. So yeah, and I'm I'm sure it will change too. I mean, I'm I'm sure it was good when she was there. Um, but you know, I do feel like it's some change will happen, whether you might find her, you know, maybe sharing more with you versus because I know you said she shares things, you guys talk, but of course all kids, you know, keep things to themselves. But you might find your relationship, you know, evolving or you know, just little different than when she was at home because now you would really see her as a, a, an, an adult now that you didn't you think she so was home, you think so yeah uh, i do i don't know about I that do. <laughs> well when it starts look in a couple about six months from now we're going to have this conversation again and you'll tell me <laughs> maybe maybe longer, not. <laughs> but well let's see Listen, you know, I am, it's, it's hard for me. And she, and she will probably tell you this. She won't like it, but she'll tell you this. I am. And I've said it before. Cause she says that I am what she calls a helicopter parent. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, right. I can't, I can't fly over and constantly check on her cause she's no longer in my house. But when she mm-hmm. says that it, it might not even be like people thinking, I mean, I'm the kind of crazy parent that'll wake up at three o'clock in the morning, text her and be like, are you home? Are you asleep? And she'll be like, why are you awake? 
And why are you texting? <laughs> She'll be like, go back to bed. Is there something wrong with you? Yeah. I did that the other day to Skylar when she was out yeah. of town. Yeah, I, I was texting her stuff. something and she was like, it wasn't even about what I was texting her. She was like, well, and why are you up? And I said, I don't know. And she said, you're so weird. <laughs> they are quick to call us weird. I don't like that. <laughs> quick to say yeah. that. But yeah, it, it, you know what? I'm sure it will definitely change and uh, maybe it will open up more. But you know what? I always tell her, you are not my friend. You are my daughter. Don't ever start mm-hmm. thinking we girlfriends. She was like, oh, mm-hmm. I would want to be your girlfriend. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> we are not girlfriends. Right. <laughs> so, um, but definitely the dynamics of the household are changing, you know, things we do. I say things we eat like last night, for example, I made, um, well, actually, did I make it? Actually, my husband and I, Chuck and I cook dinner together, which we do from time to time. And I always mm-hmm. like that, you know, mm-hmm. he doesn't necessarily like that when, uh, when she was here, when Ayana was here, he'd be like, uh, why don't you get Ayana to help you? I'm like, no, let's spend some time together. You know, right. the time doesn't uh-huh. have to always be in a horizontal position. Hello. <laughs> you know? There are other things you can do when you're spending time together. So That's right. <laughs> last night we were cooking dinner together and I made um, goat cheese balls for the salad. And so I sent her a mm. picture. She's like, oh, you couldn't wait for me. I'm like, nope, I got to try them out. <laughs> so I've been wanting to make some for a while. So they turned out really mm. good. I'm so proud of myself. They were good. And that then my son, man, with the capers, Ayana's like, are you in a restaurant or is that you're at home? I'm like, it's just a regular Monday night in the Willis's. Oh, gosh. <laughs> See, you, I told you, you cook fancy. I don't do all yeah, that, but that was, sounds good. good. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited mm. to order some new wine glasses. So they haven't come yet, though. But I'm mm-hmm. excited to make, you know, everything's about the, the dish. I was like, oh, my new wine glasses. So I have to make some type of Mediterranean dish. So I'm all excited for the weekend. So tell me, with yeah. her moving out... That's, you know, now you have a spare room. Are you trying to, you going to do anything with her space or just kind of keep it as no, a bedroom? No, I think it's going to be a guest room. It'll be a guest okay. room. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a, a guest room. And um, I don't know, we may paint it or something, but maybe not. But yeah, we're still working on, because uh, she took some things, she took most of her stuff with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to put a couple of things in there to replace the things that she took with her. But yeah. It'll be just an extra room. And I do go past there and the door is like closed. And sometimes I think, oh, is she in there? Oh, she's not in there anymore. So now I got mm. um, my son doing some of her things. Like when I take a cat nap, he's the person that wakes me up. It used to be her. Wake me up at such and such time. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's, he's not doing very well. He's waking me up 10 or 15 minutes before the time. Well, it's close uh-huh. to the time. That's not the time I told you, son. Oh, he'll get it down pat. Let's hope. Not good. That's how. Yeah, that's yeah. one thing when when Sean moved out, it did, you know, give us a spare room. So um, Daria ended up taking his room downstairs in the basement. And so that actually turned into my office. So yeah, pretty good. I like it up there. And, you know, I honestly was not planning to move up there. I was like, I'm not going anywhere. I know it, that's what you said. But yeah, don't you I like it I'm better? Not. Don't you? I do. I have to say, you know, I've been saying. I will not, I'm not for a long, long time. And now I'm starting to say, okay, that's why you should never say never. Cause I used to say, I'm never going upstairs. So y'all don't like yeah. it too bad, but yeah. I actually do like the kind of privacy upstairs yeah. and kind of out of the way of what they're doing on the main floor. Right. You know, and then what that does is 
when you actually take a break, you're actually leaving your space. So it feels like you're at work when you take a break. That's what I like about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like I like having my own space, and I I'm still I bought a new um, bookshelf for my um, office, and I had gotten a record player for um, Christmas or my birthday, and I was mm-hmm. like, I need to get back to playing music. That's what I used to do. That helps the mm-hmm. time go by. But it does. I agree. I, yeah. I now need to do the aesthetics like you. I need to make it more of my space. So I think I'm going to paint. I'm not think. I'm going to repaint that whole room and just. Yeah, make it make it mine, you know. But yeah, that'll be fun. So see, isn't that well, something? Always find mm-hmm. a way to get a win out of something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a loss becomes a win. A loss becomes mm-hmm. a win. I am uh if I could leave any, I know some people think that it's silly to to be sad and I'm definitely excited for her. I love that she's spreading her wings, but it's okay to to want your kids to live with you and, and uh, watch them continue to grow. And I don't think that's weird. Some people are like, what's the big deal? I'd be glad when mine go. Well, I'm not that type of parent. I didn't, mm-hmm. I mean, I know God gives you kids to, to nurture and develop so that they can fly on their own and be independent. But I don't want my children to ever think they can't come home, you know? Right. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. That's another thing I told Sean. I said, you know, you're always welcome to come back. You always have, you know, a place here. And it's so cute because, you know, he'll sometimes still text me and say, hey, mom, can I come over? And I'm like, Sean, you don't have to. Of course you can. You don't have to come over. And then this weekend on Sunday, me and the girls went to see him and his girlfriend. And he texted me today or yesterday and said, thanks for stopping by. And I said, oh. I said, yeah, you don't have to, you're welcome. I said, I know I haven't been over there. Like, you know, I would probably think I would be. And he, he said, I know, you know, we both get busy because his work schedule is different. And so it's his mm-hmm. girlfriend. So, you know, I try to give them their time because they really don't have that much time together. And I know on the weekend, everybody's trying to do their own thing and stuff like that. But uh, it was nice to go over there for a little bit, even if it was just, you know, a short period of time. But see, uh, he's so sweet. Thanking me to come so over. Sweet. She got a good mm-hmm. one. Girl, you better treat him right. <laughs> oh, she and I tell you, she is on social media. They just celebrated their one year anniversary oh, on wow. Sunday. So they did a lot yes. in one year. They've been together and moved in. That's that's pretty good. And you know, the good thing about what I like is that they were friends for years. Okay. So it's, it's not like she just met her and then bam, they moved in. And so what did that happen? But what I'm saying is they knew each other. Okay. And knew each other for years. And they've always remained friends. They was just in different relationships. Okay. So yeah, they celebrated one year and she has plenty of times gone on social media, just saying, expressing how happy she is mm. with Sean. So that, that makes me feel proud to be a, a mom to him and his dad and, you know, Daryl being a, a father to him because, you know, it says a lot, you know. Yeah, that means you you've done a good job. You should be proud yeah. of yourself. I'm I'm proud of him too. That's that's really that's really sweet. Yeah. Everyone needs a nice young man. That means you did yeah. your job. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I told her that all the time. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I'm trying to think if there's any unanswered questions about I'm when I moved out, I think I went home once. I went back mm-hmm. one time when I first moved out, I moved out with my cousin and I went back one time when we went our own way mm-hmm. and um, I went home for like two months, but I was back out in my own apartment 
Mm-hmm. And then from that, I never went back home again. Yeah. Yeah. I never, I don't recall going back. Yeah. I've, I've, I've stayed out. So I've, yeah, I've been on my own for a long, long time. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. What, what, one thing I haven't done, like some, a lot, like you did, I've never lived alone. Oh, yeah. yeah There's nothing so that, like it. I've done yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one thing. If I could roll back the clock, that is the one thing that I wish I could have done just to have, just to feel like I was literally, you know, like seriously living on my own. And I've never had that opportunity. So is that a which, piece of advice you would give to your girls that before they move in with someone? So did you have, you didn't have any opposition to, to him leaving home and going to live with his girlfriend versus him leaving home and going to live by himself? No, I did not. I felt that, you know, that was decision. He, and again, age now, if he was just 21, I may have said, you know, but he's 26. So I felt, you know what, you're grown, grown, you know, even though you've been home, you, you know, he has a job, he has his own car, his insurance, his bills, you know, Um, I felt like, no, you know, I don't need to have that talk. You you talked it through with your girlfriend. This is the decision that y'all made. I'm just here to support it. So however I could have done that is what I did. And she so. didn't want, um, my daughter didn't want to have a roommate because she didn't want to ruin friendships. She's like, she wanted to yeah. live by herself. She's done the roommate thing in college. She wanted to live by herself. And I get yeah, it. Yeah, that's I, smart. Yeah, I lived by myself when I was, uh, after me and my cousin um, broke up. And I moved by myself when I moved to New York City. I lived by myself. Mm, so, um, I've, and, and I didn't know anyone when I moved to New York, except the people I worked with. And they lived. Here. Right. And they were all men. Right. So, yeah, I've, I've done that. But, yeah, it's a yeah. good thing. So if I if I look in and she's only doing what I did. So I don't know why it was such a big deal. Right. And she's heard all my stories. Yeah. But you acknowledge. I mean, you're two still different people. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. We're very you know. different. Right. We're different and we're alike. Yes, we are. Different. Right. She is. Mm-hmm. She has traits of her dad and traits of me. Mm-hmm. I think we've pretty much hit on that. So it's probably time for you to reflect on when your adult children leave the nest. Yeah. So I will say there are many reasons why, you know, adult kids move out. If it's their decision, just try to be as supportive as you can because it's their life and they need to know that you're still there for them no matter what. So if they have to come back home, let them know they're always welcome. Be patient and remember you were once their age and eventually made the same move. And here's a a prayer that I I say to the Lord often. I say, um, Lord, I trust you with the future of my kids. So sometimes just repeating that prayer or some type of prayer, that even though they're not here in the house physically with you, that you trust, you know, you're trusting the Lord with their future. And I, I say that often because we don't know what will happen when our kids go out the door, but um, right. we have to have, we have to have trust. And I just want to read one poem that I came across um, as our, we were, you know, discussing this. This is an author unknown, but it says to raise a child who is comfortable enough to leave you means you've done your job. They are not ours to keep, but to teach how to soar on their own. And I'll leave it at that. Wow. And that's exactly what I said earlier. It is. 
I was going to say, but it was perfect. It was perfect. That's exactly what I said. You didn't even know I was going to say that. I did not know that. Yeah. But I love that. See how we, that's why we're two cups of tea, girl. (laughs) Trudy and That's right. (laughs) That is so true. That's right, T. That was perfect. Well, for pop culture, you know, I had given you guys so much last week that y'all wore me out. (laughs) Girl, you gave us a lot. And I started watching that movie. You told us to watch. You gave us a book recommendation. Hit hit and run. You gave us a book. series. Mm -hmm. Yes. You gave us some music and you gave us a movie. And I started hit and run. Just wanted to let you know. Well, where are you with it? It's it's good. I'm I'm on episode nine. I think I'm either eight or nine. Oh, it's good, you guys. Yeah, run. So it's good. T and I are not going to give it away. Just say this. So now Lathan is in it. Um, that's the only person, the name that stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the other people in there have familiar faces, but their name don't, don't ring a bell to me right now. But however, it does start off slow. Don't let that discourage you. Um, mm-hmm. You got to pay attention. That's the key. Mm-hmm. You got to pay attention. And it is really, really good. And a lot of twists and turns. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. A lot of, lot of twists and turns. It's, it's very good. Things are not always as they seem. That's what I got from Hit and Run. Things are not mm-hmm. always as they seem. But mm-hmm. people should check that out. Um, two, two things I want to comment on. One thing that's been in the news lately, and I don't even know if we should really talk about this because it's kind of like disgusting, crazy. But this mm-hmm. thing about people not taking showers or bathing regularly. Have you been seeing this like on the news where all these different celebrities are saying stuff like um, they're not bathing regularly or they only, um, uh, what's the, the lady's name? Her husband, uh, he was on that show. Uh, it's going to come to me in a minute. She did, um, I think she did Buffy the Vampire Slayer, that TV show. And okay. he was he was on Parenthood as the brother. I can't think of his name. But anyway, they said they only bathe their kids when they can't take the smell anymore. I mean, what is that? Like they only okay. tell their kids to take a shower. Okay. Okay. I've not heard this. Like, and you're right. What is going on? Seriously. I'm like, why is this even fodder for discussion? Like, are you kidding me? Like, but what I found like really funny today. So I follow a couple of celebrities or more than a couple mm-hmm. on Instagram. Right. But it's normally people mm-hmm. that I like. Right. So I hadn't started following her, but I had been hearing for a while that Dion Warwick, you know, the singer uh-huh. has an Instagram page has been, you know, started. So started tweeting and doing Instagram, I think in the last year or so people were like, it's not her doing it. And she said something like her niece taught her how to do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so the first thing I saw this morning after I like logged into my work and made my coffee and all of that was that Amanda Seals, who's a comedian, she wants to be a comic first. She's also an actress. And years ago, she was like a, a, v, uh, a video DJ on MTV. You know, Amanda Seals? Not by name. Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. I love Amanda Seals. But anyway, she's, she has a PhD in African-American studies, very knowledgeable very woke, as they say, and always like trying to educate, uplift, um, and enhance everyone's life, black, brown, white, or whoever. But one of the things she posted on her um, Instagram today was Dionne Warwick's um, 
post and it just every time I think about it I get so crazy so you know Britney Spears and she had a documentary mm-hmm. on Hulu. they had a documentary about her she's mm-hmm. been under um what this uh, uh con- conservatorship for a while and then her dad's been in charge of her right. estate she can't make her own decisions I mean this has been going on for years so she's mm-hmm. fighting to get out so Dionne Warwick posted it's wonderful so many have supported Britney exclamation point I've just heard the news <laughs> Wonderful things can happen when we stand together, but not too close, but not too close because I have just learned that some of you do not bathe. (laughs) You guys, I can't even get it out because I'm hysterical. (laughs) Oh my God. Like the fact that now T.R. Warwick, so Amanda Seals was like, she must've posted this last night. She was like, good night. And everybody all day has been commenting like, who in the hell woke Dionne Warwick up? Has she like <laughs> stopped smoking her weed or is she smoking more <laughs> that she is making posts like this? This is by far the funniest thing I have read in a long time. Oh my God. Uh, I, was, I have tears in my eyes right now, you guys. I mean, you have got <laughs> He was like, it's great. Everybody's supporting her, but not too close because I heard some of you don't. <gasps> oh my God. And you know, she's speaking of those... Uh, those people with less melanin in their skin, the white folks, are the ones on TV talking about, and I think, I don't even know if it might've been a black actor or two that said that too, but regardless of that people, please stop saying you only bathe when you smell yourself or smell your oh. kids. Even if you do, we don't need to hear about it. I don't care oh, I... when you bathe. I don't want to know mm. about it. Don't tell me about it. Oh, and if one of my listeners that. out there, or if you're a friend of mine and you don't bathe regularly, again, I don't need to know that about you. Keep that to yourself and believe you me, if Tisha and I smell you, we will tell you, we will tell you because we did it to a friend of ours in high school. Remember, oh, T? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, we had we are, to. We are those friends. We are those friends. If we think that we need to pull you to the side, we will. And didn't we, T? Mm-hmm. We did. We, we had to. We had I mean, come to. on. Yeah, you, I mean, we bad. did it in a polite way, but we we did. We did because she was she was in class with us, and she was a friend of ours, and it had been going on for months. And we we mm-hmm. talked amongst ourselves, and we was like, we can't take this. We're gonna have to do it. Oh, we gosh. were like, we would want someone to tell us, and we mm-hmm. we definitely did tell her, and she was conscientious about it for mm-hmm. a little while. And next mm-hmm. thing we know, what was she doing? T oh, a whole lot better. <laughs> yes, see. Yeah. We're the type, like if I had some of my teeth, you're going to let me know, right? You're going to just have me sit with a piece of green in my mouth. Yeah, we're not those friends. We're going to let you know. So (laughs) lesson in this, be true to who you are, but we are true to who we are because the people we are now, we were that way 30 some odd years ago. (laughs) We did not have a problem telling someone. So that was the one uh, pop culture thing. And then the, um, the other thing, I'm a basketball girl. I think I've said that before to people. My husband and I, that's something we like to do together. We enjoy it. So one of the things mm-hmm. we did since the last time we talked is we watched um, this Netflix document, uh, I can't even talk, Netflix documentary mm-hmm. on the fight that happened at Auburn in the Hills um, between um, the Detroit Pistons at the time and the Indiana Pacers. It's a document on Netflix called Malice in the Palace. They called that the Auburn, um, the Palace in Auburn Hills. That's where Detroit uh, basketball team played for years. It's been it's been torn down, um, oh. torn down like three years ago. But it's a great uh-huh. documentary talking about the fight that happened 
um, basically between Meta World Peace, who that's his name now, Indiana Pacer. So it was Reggie Miller and Stephen A. Smith and, oh my God, Trudy. Okay, you guys, I'm gonna have to do the Google while I'm talking to you. I can't believe I have totally like blanked out. I never do that. And I sure can't help you because yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith, that's the only name that I recognize. It wasn't Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith is the commentator on ESPN oh. who also commented on the story is Stephen Jackson. <laughs> see? Oh, okay. You see how fast I went to... <laughs> Um, Steven Jackson, who actually has a podcast called All the Smoke with Matt Barnes right now. Um, but it was um, Steven Jackson, Ben Wallace, um, Donnie Walsh from the Players, Jermaine O'Neal from the Indiana Pacers. But it's a great documentary if you guys like basketball or just I like documentaries because I like to definitely watch things that has happened during my lifetime. And I can mm-hmm. recall like where I was, what was going on. So this happened back November 19th, 2004. So it was, it's really good. You guys should check it out if you're a basketball fan or, you know, mm-hmm. if you just want to watch something different um, on Netflix, it would be a good thing. And it's only like an hour, maybe an hour and 20 minutes, something like that. It's not too long, enough to get you uh, enjoying it, but not enough where you'd be like, I need to take some time and come back to it later. Because sometimes oh, okay. you got to come back to stuff later because, you know, it's, it's too long and you don't want to deal with it. Right. But people should check that out. That is all. And I, oh, and my other show that I told you about last week had its series or what I thought was the series finale, but it actually has been renewed for another season, but they're going to do it with different characters. So you still should, you can binge on it now, um, T. Mm-hmm. It's really good. You should check it out. The one at the the group of people at that hotel. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Okay. The White Lotus yeah. is really good. Yeah, the White Everybody, Lotus. Everybody's talking about it, so it's really good. So Ron Artest mm-hmm. is now known as known as Meta World Peace. I don't think he's okay. changed his name again. He might have. I'm not sure. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was a good good documentary. You should check that out. Um, it could be a Netflix and chill night with your man, ladies, <laughs> or whoever your yeah, partner girl. may be, whoever your partner is. Um, <laughs> yeah, could be anybody. I'm not into basketball. I never really was, so won't be watching that. But, oh, that would be nice. I don't even know who these people are. <laughs> this is what I don't them. understand. This is what I don't understand, and I, 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 I don't even know what to say. <laughs> what T? Go ahead, say it. What? I just don't understand. Like some people, you just do. You watch the news? I. I, okay, I will. I watch the news, but very limited news. Okay. I don't like my husband. So you don't is, watch the news from like. So when I get up, I was never a big news watcher as a, a person living on my own. But when I started dating my husband, honey, I became a news person. This man used to when he when we used to wake up at five a.m. The TV would go on with the news. He's a mm. TV watcher, right? So mm. that's why I have become and probably watch more tv than i ever have because he's a he's a big tv watcher and my husband watched the news so he got me into the news like that so the news is on in our house all the time no like no no i'm not talking about like cnn and even when we moved to the area we moved to we're still watching dc news because that's where we grew up we should be watching you know baltimore really but we don't do that because that's not how we grew up 
But mm-hmm. we, we typically, I watch Good Morning America every day. I watch um, uh, Fox 5 uh, back and forth between that. I mean, yeah, we watch news all the time. Now in the evening, I don't watch it as much. I probably watch it like one hour in the evenings from like six to seven, or sometimes when I'm cooking, if not, I'm listening to the podcast people, another way to catch the podcast <laughs> is you listen to it on your little devices while you're cooking or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or I listen to the news when I'm cooking, but that's why I'd be saying, how you don't know this? Like this thing about people bathing, that's been all over the news, the regular news, mm-hmm. the newspapers, social media. So like, I don't understand how you're missing it. I, yeah, I, I, no, I really honestly don't. I probably should be a lot more news, but nope, I'm not going to lie. Um, nope. When things don't interest me, I don't sit there and watch it. So basketball has no interest to me. So even if the news was on, if it started talking about that, this is where my brain is. I walk away or I'm doing something to preoccupy myself, but no, I don't really watch a lot of news. But uh, that's why I said I always learned something with you. So this pop culture is really good. Oh, wow. Yeah. So now you got to go look up this thing about people bathing. Because I know somebody going to be like, Trudy, you ain't get it right. You ain't get exact. <laughs> I am a, I, I'm a big picture girl. I'm not going to get down the weeds unless I have two people. So don't come telling me what I didn't say or didn't do. I'm a big picture person. And if right. y'all haven't gathered that by now, we're in episode 18. You should have uh-huh. it by now. I mean, we have a total of 18 episodes. You should know by now I'm a big picture person. Mm-hmm. Are you a big picture or are you an in the weeds person? I think you're kind of in the weeds, T. It depends. Yeah, Sometimes. I think you're in the weeds. Yeah. I can, I can get in the weeds. I can go in a rabbit hole, but I try mm-hmm. to come back up. Mm-hmm. But I can definitely get into it. So that is all I have for this week. I have rambled all about uh, pop culture and then trying to um, dissect Tisha again, people. I don't know why <laughs> I do that. She just, she just makes for interesting conversation. <laughs> I can't you know it. what people find like well I know they're going to end with something so let's see what Tisha's going to say <laughs> and let's see the Trudy's come back so <laughs> oh, well we are ending our conversation today this is two cups of tea I'm your girl Trudy and I'm Tisha see ya